Hi, I'm Brenda. And I'm Jessica, and you're listening to the Lifting You Higher podcast. Where we like to take heavy topics and lighten them up. Our goal is to encourage and lift you up on this journey we call life. So grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. us on YouTube, you may see that there's no photos, no pictures, and that's because we're having a little technical difficulty, but that's okay. We're <laughs> going to work out the kinks yes, and get it fixed, but so this podcast is true podcast, no video. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> but that's okay because I think it's I think it's important that we talk about what we're talking about today. Yes, absolutely. And so we're going to go forward and we're talking today about confession and repentance, your two best friends. I don't know if ever if I've ever said, "Ooh, I think confession and repentance is going to be my best friend." But <laughs> okay, <laughs> after doing this study, I think it definitely should be our two best friends. That's right. Okay. Well, the idea came to me from if you've ever read the book um, "Hind's Feet on High Places," mm-hmm. which I highly recommend. In fact, we did a podcast about oh, yeah, your favorite books, and that was one of my five favorite books. It is a really great book. Um, in that book, it starts out that the person who is the main character has two companions, and the companions are sorrow and suffering. Yeah. And and so I got to thinking about that book, and I thought, you know, and that's kind of what confession and repentance should be, your companions, mm. your mates, your buddies, you know, with you, because they will keep you on the straight and narrow, and they will let you know when things are off and not right. Yeah. And so... Um, that's where I kind of got the idea from the, the theme. And I thought that would be really cool if you thought of them as, you know, just your imaginary friends <laughs> kind of thing, you know, just, oh, hi, confession, hi. Yeah. Repentance, come on, let's go to work today. <laughs> or, you know, let's, you know, whatever you're going to do. Because it would really, those principles would keep you on the straight and narrow without yeah. a doubt. And I think, unfortunately, that a lot of people get those two words confused. And I think that um, a lot of Christians sometimes um, don't operate in them the way they should. Yeah. And so it's unfortunate. Absolutely. And so we're kind of going to talk about today. And so the, the first one is confession. And um, I think a lot of people don't understand that confession can be very emotional because that's when you admit that you've basically confession is admitting you've done something wrong. Yeah. You know, it's like saying, okay, I sinned. I did this and I wasn't supposed to, and I knew I wasn't supposed to do it, but I did it anyway, or I did it accidentally, mm-hmm. or even worse, I didn't do what I was supposed to do because the Bible talks about that too, that if you don't do what mm-hmm. you're told to do, that you've sinned by not acting it out and yeah. doing what you're supposed to be doing. Well, I mean, a confession is so huge because that's the first step in any recovery program is you confess, like, I have a problem or I did or, it, or, I, did I, did it. It. I sinned or yeah, all of that. Yeah. And so... Because you, it's, and it's such an emotional thing, it really comes, um, it's a spiritual thing, but it's also a soulical thing. It yeah. comes from your soul, your, your mind, will, and emotions. And so your emotions are there. It's very high. You're very, you know, sometimes you cry. Sometimes you feel so such remorse. Mm-hmm. And then once you've gotten it off you, there's such an elation of freedom yeah. and peace 
that you then don't go any further. Mm-hmm. Well, but the problem is, is that you need to go further. You right. now need to, you've got the confession part done. Now you need to move into repentance. And I think that a lot of Christians, a lot of Christians never get past the confession stage. And so they're just always saying, you know, forgive me, Jesus. Mm-hmm. I, I did this. You know, let's just say, forgive me, Jesus. I gossiped. I'm sorry. Forgive me. Yeah. Okay. All right. You are forgiven because he went to the cross for our sins. They're nailed to the cross forevermore gone. But now the, the thing is, what are you going to do so that you don't gossip again? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, okay, what am I going to do so I don't gossip again? That is now you've entered into the repentance zone. Right. And, um, but yeah, I think a lot of Christians, you know, they come to the altar, they, they repent, they cry, you know, somebody prays with them, they're cleansed, and then they go on their merry way, and then mm-hmm. next week they're right back doing the same thing again, and it's just a cycle. Right. Okay, it's time for everybody's favorite time. Yeah, go ahead. Definitions of Jeff. Okay, actually, this isn't really a definition, but I just wanted to share, um, but true confession is admitting, like we said, we admitting we have sinned against God himself and his standard, and true repentance is seeing that destructiveness of sin that we've been committing in our own lives uh, and in those around us and changing the way we think and changing our behavior. So we confess... But then we also have to repent and change the behavior so we're not continuing to sin over and over and over and over again. Right. And, and the confession can be painful because you have to humble yourself. Right. You have to say, okay, I was wrong. I did it. You know, yeah. I was bad. I did it. Okay. Repentance. But that, but the, you get an immediate, an immediate relief mm-hmm. when you do that. Okay. It's like taking cough medicine. Yeah. Immediate reaction, you know, is better. You know, mm-hmm. it's great. With repentance now. Is something that you've got to probably crucify the flesh. You have to have a plan of action mm-hmm. where you say, okay, I'm no longer going to do this. Right. You know, I'm making a 180 turn on this situation so that I don't do it anymore. So let's say, let's say gossip is the thing, you know, that you're, you're, you're sin, you've sinned. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, okay. So I've repented for my, I've confessed for my sin about the fact that I just got done gossiping about someone at the church with a bunch of other church people, right? Okay, so now how am I going to change that? How am I going to walk out my repentance? And um, so now I've got to have a game plan because I don't want to do that anymore. So, okay, maybe I next time I hear people, I walk into a conversation or the conversation goes that direction, I excuse myself. Yeah. You know? And that's going to hurt your flesh because our flesh loves to hear gossip. Well, yeah. And also, like, we're embarrassed that we have to step away. Like, we want to be one of the crowd, right. you know? So, again, that goes back to our flesh. But, man, living out that repentance, yes, it is tough. But it's so worthwhile. So and worthwhile. It, and I think it also requires faith because you need – you can't do it on your own. If you could yes. do it on your own, you wouldn't need Jesus. You exactly. know what I mean? So you need the Holy Spirit. You need the companion, the comforter that comes along and says, okay, here's the deal. This is a weakness for you, mm-hmm. and so I'm going to come along and I'm going to help you out. So you need to be attuned, you know, spiritually attuned to what the the um, way out. Because he says, when sin comes, I will make a way out for you. Yeah. So let's, let's go back to the original example. So let's say, so you're with a group of people and they start gossiping about someone. That may, your way out may be to say, you know, I got to, I got to go. 
or mm-hmm. um, you know, just leave the situation. It may be, you know, maybe it may be the opportune time for you to say something, to say, yeah. you know, listen, you know, God's really dealing with me about gossip and I can't be a part of this conversation. So can we talk about something else? Yeah, change the topic. You just, yeah. It doesn't have to be like this big show of a, how uh, dare you gossip about so-and-so? Yeah. I have to leave now. You know, like, shame on just you. say, hey, actually, let's, what about, you know, what about this? Or, right, right. Maybe or excuse yeah. yourself. You right, know? just change the subject, mm-hmm. something like that. But whatever it is that God is dealing with you, mm-hmm. you need an action plan so that you don't get there and and repeat it over again and over again and never get out of the, the trench, mm-hmm. you know, because God has a plan for each one of us. Yeah. And so, um, but yeah, it, you just got to have, it's that, it's that repentance that you have to shift into. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you've only gotten halfway. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, and repentance again doesn't have to be that big thing but it is a radical change so it's it's like putting boundaries around certain areas you know like if gossiping is your main like sin okay well confess like lord man i am sorry i am you know gossiping or participating and then you set those boundaries or if it's um like sexual temptation you put a boundary there's like software out there put, put on your phone your computer to set that boundary Wow. And okay. and as long as it, you know you keep keep it in the forefront of your mind of okay, I don't want to do this, so I'm doing whatever I can. It's a radical change. Um repentance is a radical change of thinking. Right. And I and I will tell you too is the Holy Spirit is there helping and I'm just going to out myself, okay, right here. So I had a real problem with gossip. You know, it's like, you know, I would want to, you know, I wouldn't really initiate it, but I would like be right there listening to it, you know. Yeah. I mean, like I would want the dirt on everybody. And um and I'll tell you what, the Holy Spirit now speaks to me because the, vo- the Bible says that you know the, the voice of your shepherd. Mm-hmm. The sheep will know the voice of their shepherd. And so I know the voice of the Holy Spirit. And this is what the Holy Spirit <laughs> says to me. And it, sometimes I'm so sick and tired of hearing it. But it's like, <laughs> it, it, but whenever I hear it, it's like, okay, okay, Lord. Okay. And this is what the Holy Spirit says. He says, Brenda, that's none of your business. And I'm just like, if I had a dime for every time... <laughs> The Holy Spirit said, Brenda, that's none of your business. I would be like a wealthy woman. And I'm and, and and you know what? And when that Holy Spirit says that to me, it's like I'm like, okay, Lord, I just shut down. I don't mm-hmm. listen to what's being said. I um I either extract myself or um I just don't participate. Um mm-hmm. and so it's it's a real issue with me is that um and sometimes it's not even, I mean, I'm not around a group of people that like to gossip, but it's, it's, it can be like at work, mm-hmm. you know, or it can be, you know, you know, you're in the grocery store and you see someone doing something or saying something and you're like, why is that person doing all of that? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, the, the Holy Spirit says, it's really none of your business. Nope. Keep moving, you know. Keep it going. Keep, move along. <laughs> you know? And I'm just like, fine okay fine whatever you know i'm just gonna make it through a day where i don't have to hear that statement yeah if you are true about your repentance about wanting to change and not participate he will make a way Mm -hmm. we have that promise he will make a way yes so that you don't have to keep repenting for it yeah and um and you know and you know what the cold cold shower about the whole thing is is this (laughs) Is that God knows everything. Yeah. He knows everything. So you just, you can just keep doing it. 
you know, you can just keep, you know, mm-hmm. sinning and confessing, sinning and confessing, yeah. sinning and confessing. He knows that. And he, he also knows if you're putting an effort into repentance or if you're just dodging it. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of Christians that dodge it. And, you know, I'm picking on Christians because those that are not saved, this is not their problem. Nope. It is our problem. So if you wear the moniker of being a Christian, it's your job to re- walk in repentance, to say, okay, I, I've sinned over here, I've confessed, and now I've got a game plan that I don't do this anymore. Yeah. And I've got, I've got Jesus on my side. Mm-hmm. I've got the Holy Spirit that is guiding me and leading me. You can't get any better than that. No. And I'm, and this is what I'm doing. And, and that's my game plan. And, you know, and it works now. Now it's like, you know, when the Holy Spirit says, Brenda, that's none of your business. It's just like, that's all he has to say now. Yeah. And I'm like, you're okay, making a left hand turn. Yeah. You know, I'm on my way. You know, whatever you're doing. And so that's how it works. And um, because we're called to a higher standard, we are supposed to be the light to the world. Yes. We're supposed to be the example. We're supposed to be you know, attractive, mm-hmm. you know, we're, people are supposed to say, what do you got? <laughs> because I think I need that. Mm-hmm. And that's the way we should be living. And, um, so I'm on my soapbox. I'm yeah, I know you're fine. Okay. So I have five reasons why we should confess Ooh, and repent. Okay, um, okay. So number one is it causes us to acknowledge before God that we, um, know and take responsibility for our sin. That's right. In other words, act like you're growing up. Yes. Like, we humble ourselves. Again, that's going to really hurt your flesh, mm-hmm. but just do it anyway. Okay, so number two is it um, proves that we are not trying to hide our sin from God, others, or ourselves. It humbles us. That's right. Hmm, what is God knows everything. God yes. knows everything, and he sees everything. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so number three. It shows that we are asking for and relying oh. on God's strength to help us change. Oh, that is so true. That is, yep. We can't do it on our own. No. Yeah, and if, we're not. Yeah. We cannot. There's no way. Okay. I know we've talked prideful. about this. Yes. Nothing, oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Pride. Okay, Pride. No, I, don't, I think we all can agree that is. Can I just good. say like before Christ, my life, I thought I could control everything and I thought I knew what was best. It was the worst period of a few, like, years of my life, okay? And now after Christ, like, it is so much easier because I don't have to control everything. As long as I'm staying humble and I am repenting and confessing, mm-hmm. then it's like a late a weight has just been lifted. Like, an elephant has been lifted off my chest because I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to carry it anymore. That's right. That's yeah. right. Okay, number four. It shows us to be continually healed. Because when we when we keep that sin or we keep that trauma in us, it just keeps coming up. It's like we've talked about offenses here. It's like having that arrow shot into you and you don't you're like, oh, that hurt, and then you, you know, forget about it until somebody bumps into it. So well, it's like reopening a wound yes. over and over again. You know, just you know, okay, I went a couple months. And then I did it again. Yeah. So you're just reopening that wound. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then number five, most importantly, confession and repentance sustain our li- our loving relationship with the Lord. So it it sustains us. It Well, because we are talking about relationship. We're not talking about religion. Right. And so how can you not 
you cannot have, let me get it, if I can get a double <laughs> negative in here. You cannot have a great relationship with someone if you hide something yeah. from them. So if you think you can hide from God that you're not re- in a repentive mode, that you're just always staying in the confession mode, mm-hmm. you're delusional. Yeah. He knows. He knows what's going on. He knows your weaknesses. He knows your struggle. And so you must just come to him and say, I need help. I don't want to be like this anymore. Mm -hmm. I want to change. That's all it takes. Show me how to change. Yeah. Because he is just waiting for that. It's like, all right, now I got her. Yeah. Now we can do some business, (laughs) you know. And, and so, like I said, when, about that whole gossip. So now it's like, I'm I'm not joking to you. In my head, I mean, like I said, if I had a dollar for every time I had to hear that, that's not your business, mm-hmm. Brenda. I, like I said. You'd be a wealthy woman. Yeah, we'd be, we'd be in Paris <laughs> or somewhere having a big high time. Yeah. But we take this show on the road. But anyway, uh, but so it's still, it's still up to the person to decide that, though. Yes. And that's the sad thing because... Some people will never choose to to walk in repentance. Confession is good enough. Mm-hmm. And that's sad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't, to maintain our relationship with Jesus, we don't have to confess and repent for each sin over and over and over. Like, he knows. Yeah. But that's where repentance comes. Once you confess, okay, yeah, I'm a sinner. I know I am. And then you repent. That's That's where you put your boundaries up. Then... You know, that's the best way that we can please God and, and continue that deep relationship with him. And don't think, and, oh, and, and I just want to put a little side note to here. Yeah. It just came to me is don't confuse repentance with penance. Oh, yes. That's because good. a lot of people think, okay, I, I, you know, God, I, I sinned. I watched, you know, that dirty movie or whatever. Okay. So forgive me. And now what I'll do is I'll just, um. I'll just help out at the church and do a little extra here or there, you know, that, that penance is, is nothing. It, it is, it is flesh working. Yes. Repentance is okay. All right, God, tell me what to do so that I can not do this anymore and I can be truly delivered from it. Yeah. That's what repentance is. Yeah. And then follow through, through with it. Mm-hmm. Don't just talk it. Right. Walk it, Walk it out. That's right. Yeah. Because our, you know, our relationship isn't based on works alone. We can't get to heaven based on our works and our, our penance. That's right. It's, there's no way we could ever be good enough to do that. But that's why Jesus died on the cross for us because we don't have to work because he did it for us. He, he paid the debt. He paid our debt. So. That's right. So this has been a kind of a heavy topic, but it's a topic that I think if you want to be a mature Christian, you better get it. You better get it. Jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. Otherwise, you're always going to be in kindergarten. And um, in, in America, kindergarten is where the little babies are. Yes. They're sweet as <laughs> the can be. The little five-year-olds. They're sweet as can be, mm-hmm. but that's all they are is babies. Yeah. And so if you want to, you want some power in your life and you want to see, be used by God, you better get this concept mm-hmm. and principle and, and start living it. And... um. Because Jesus wants to use you. God wants to use you in the, with this world, especially in the times we live in now. Yeah. He is just wanting to use regular people to do miraculous things. And we have to grow up to be able to do it. He's not going to give 
a Porsche to a two-year-old. Oh. And, it, and I'm just using that as an example. I'm not saying that he's handing out Porsches. <laughs> but I'm just saying he's not going to give power to a two-year-old. You know, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. He's, he needs seasoned, mature Christians so that he can use them to do what he needs to do and wants to do in this world. Yes. And so we just... We're thank we're glad that you took listen today, and we just want you to remember that um, you are loved, no matter what. You're yes. loved, so loved, and you're you're blessed, and you have a purpose. Don't ever forget you have a purpose in this world, and um, we love you, and we're so glad you listened, and. Um,